Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The delay is from New Hampshire Avenue toward University Boulevard. While in the district, inbound New York Avenue is already heavy, approaching the light at Bladensburg Road. Then a delay on southbound DC 295, already from Eastern Avenue to East Capitol Street. Then it looks good to the 11th Street Bridge. No issues along I-295 between the Beltway and the bridge and the inbound Suitland Parkway. Just slows approaching the light at Firth Sterling. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, W. UTOP traffic. It is an extra cold morning. Here is 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Tracking clouds today and a little bit of sunshine after a very cold start. Temperatures trying to warm, but mid and upper 40s the best will do. Into the evening, the skies eventually clear out. 30s, downtown 20s in the burbs. We're looking at another frosty evening headed our way. Friday, after that cold start, looking good. Temperatures in the middle 50s with some sunshine. Sunshine in mid to upper 50s Saturday. First half of the weekend looks gorgeous. Back half, though, somewhat unsettled. Scattered showers, some heavy downpours, could be an inch or more of rain, even a rumble of thunder. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 29 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 30 in Centerville, 35 in Washington. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Coming up. A local police officer accused of murder is found not guilty. I'm Scott Gelman. Why the investigation into the Arlington home explosion may take a while. You have debris everywhere. I'm Nick Ainelli. Chicken pox, measles, and mumps. Why parents are now rushing to get their kids vaccinated. I'm Heather Gustafson. A traditional Hanukkah favorite, not so traditional anymore. I'm Neil Orkenstein. Six o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and a mass shooting on campus that killed three people. We locked the doors. We, you know, turned off all the lights. And then we just kind of got down into, you know, some of the corners behind uh, some of the tables. Cesar Marquez was in a student union building when shots rang out. It was definitely scary. There was a lot of uh, adrenaline pumping. We kind of just kind of stayed close together. A law enforcement official tells CBS News the gunman, who also died, was a former professor who was turned down in his bid for a job at UNLV. Police have not identified the victims. All classes at the college have been paused indefinitely. At last night's Republican presidential face-off in Alabama. With Donald Trump once again missing, Nikki Haley was the primary target at the Tuscaloosa debate on News Nation. But she did get support against some of the attacks coming at her from Vivek Ramaswamy. He has insulted Nikki Haley's basic intelligence. Chris Christie not stopping there. The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blow hard in America. Drawing this Ramaswamy response. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. And so it went. Tom Forty, CBS News, Washington. Senate Republicans have blocked legislation that would have sent billions of dollars in new aid to Ukraine and Israel with GOP lawmakers protesting lack of funding for border security. CBS's Nancy Cordes from the White House. What they want are sweeping concessions on immigration policy. But the president had some harsh words for them. He said Ukraine is going to lose its fight against Russia without more American help soon. In the Middle East, people in Gaza, South Gaza, digging through the rubble, searching for survivors and bodies after Israeli strikes on the Rafah refugee camp. 
Israel says troops have surrounded the home of a Hamas leader in Gaza. He's believed to be hiding underground. For Washington Post readers, today's edition might look a little stale. 750 staffers were expected to walk off their jobs this morning in the biggest labor protest at the paper in almost half a century after reaching a stalemate with the company at the bargaining table. Things are looking up, way up, for Yankees fans. Soto in the air to right field. Back goes Brown at the wall. Juan Soto has his first grand slam. New York's just acquired the superstar slugger, along with outfielder Trent Grisham, in a blockbuster trade with the Padres, on the heels of what Yankees GM Brian Cashman calls a disaster of a season. S&P futures are down one. Dow futures off 78. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 6.03 on Thursday, December 7th. We're at 34 degrees. You might want to grab that uh, scarf this morning. Highs later, upper 40s. Good morning to you. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. The top local story we're following this hour. A Prince George's County police officer is found not guilty of murder charges after shooting a handcuffed man in 2020. The charges came from a January 2020 incident. William Green was handcuffed and in Corporal Michael Owen's police cruiser when Owen shot him several times. Here outside the courthouse, Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says the county anticipated it would be a difficult case. We understood that. It was our burden and the fact that we did not have someone who was in the car (laughs) testifying or or telling us or recounting what actually happened. Defense attorneys said Owen acted in self-defense because there was a struggle over his gun. Prosecutors, though, refuted that, arguing that Green didn't pose a threat. There are no slam dunk cases. People say slam, there are no slam dunk cases. Marion Gray Hopkins, executive director of the Coalition of Concerned Mothers, says it's a sad day in the county. And if people will do their homework, they will see who Michael Owen really is. In Upper Marlboro, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Authorities in Arlington face a real challenge trying to determine the exact cause of a blast that leveled the duplex and killed 56-year-old James Yu, the man who was inside at the time. That blast left debris across the neighborhood, and an expert tells WTOP it's not an easy job. Arlington fire investigators say there's no timeline as to when they may determine the cause of the explosion, but they are working on it right now. In the days or in the weeks ahead, they'll probably have more answers about what they think the explosion came from, whether it was some sort of explosive or whether it was some sort of thermal event where something flammable got released in the home. Stephen Olenek is a fire protection engineer. While he's not involved in the Arlington investigation, he does have more than two decades of experience in fire and explosion investigations. He says crews on the scene will need to dig through a ton of debris. It's labor-intensive work. They'll probably have some heavy machinery there. That's part of the reason it takes a while. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. It's been a long week for some D.C. parents who were forced to get last-minute vaccinations for their kids and not for COVID or the flu. Winter break is just around the corner, but some D.C. parents are only now just getting around to routine vaccines. We saw quite a large rush. Dr. Nathaniel Beers, executive vice president at Children's National Hospital, says this week some of their sites around the district reached capacity by the end of the day. There has been a real decrease in families coming in for regular well child care, and that has persisted post-pandemic. The Office for the State Superintendent of Education released a statement saying in part, 
part, district law requires students in all D.C. schools to be fully compliant with required vaccinations in order to attend school. These laws have been on the books since the 1970s. Making sure that we don't have a spread of preventable diseases. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. To learn how to schedule a vaccine appointment for your child, go to WTOP.com. Students and teachers in Prince William County Public Schools are getting a longer holiday break next year. The county school board approved the calendar for the 2024-2025 school year earlier this week. The year is set to start August 19th and end June 12th. Schools will now see a two-week-long winter break, a few days longer than last year's, or I should say the previous year's. Spring break will run from April 14th to the 18th. Meanwhile, in Montgomery County, the next school year will be pretty similar to last year's schedule. MoCo 360 reports next year's winter break will run from December 21st until New Year's Day. Spring break is set for April 12th through the 21st. Yeah, tonight is the first night of Hanukkah, the Jewish Festival of Lights. One traditional Hanukkah dish can be prepared in many ways. The smell of potato latkes frying is unmistakable, and trying to eat just one is futile. There is the team sour cream and team applesauce debate, but there's also lots of different kinds of latkes. Close cousins like sweet potato latkes, all the way to kimchi latkes and Indian spiced cauliflower latkes. There's even spaghetti latkes. With eight nights of Hanukkah, maybe this year you'll have more than one kind. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. If you're looking to carry out your Hanukkah dinner, there are a number of specials around the D.C. region, including latka platters and donut packs from Call Your Mother Deli and smoked brisket with tomato stew from Silver and Sons Barbecue. Coming up on WTOP, a big change underway for Facebook. 608. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Rita Kessler in the traffic center. And we have some new problems on the Beltway. Let's start out on the top side of the Beltway where you're seeing the delay building from 95 around toward University Boulevard. There is a crash before University in the right lane. After that, it looks good all the way toward 270. On the Beltway in Prince George's County, the outer loop near Ritchie Marlboro Road, we may have some activity, definitely seeing some volume, and westbound 214 Central Avenue at 202 or Largo Road. The vehicle fire on the right side, reportedly a fully engulfed pickup truck. Southbound 270, that delay is out of Urbana toward 109. Then it's still good to the lane divide onto either loop of the Beltway. Starting to see some volume on northbound 5 through Brandywine after the split with 301 headed toward Earnshaw Road. Then it looks good to the Beltway. Uh, in Virginia, northbound 95, still some volume in Stafford, but the earlier wreck near Quantico is gone. Then delays from Dale City into Woodbridge. After you cross the Occoquan, you're at speed into Springfield, headed on to 395 to the 14th Street Bridge. Eastbound and westbound 66, no reported issues. Looks like we still have the wreck on uh, the Prince William Parkway uh, in Manassas near 28, seeing delays in both directions there are actually near Wellington Road, seeing delays in both directions headed to the scene. The Go Electric the Fitzway, looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go Electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 
Now, 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Sunshine will be somewhat limited today. After a cold start, we'll see a little bit of warming. Temperatures in the mid and upper 40s through the afternoon. Noticeably less wind than yesterday, so that's a positive. Overnight with clearing skies, 30s and 20s, another frosty start to your Friday. And then by afternoon, looking good, mid-50s. Friday, a great day for outdoor activities. In fact, Saturday as well, with mid and upper 50s and a good deal of sunshine. Next system approaches Sunday. It'll be warm in the 60s, but heavy pockets of rain, maybe even some rumbles of thunder, are possible. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. In the first alert, Weather Center. We are at 31 degrees in Hyattsville, 29 in Fredericksburg, 35 in Foggy Bottom. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It is 610. Have you had that first coffee yet? <laughs> Second, for, maybe. Oh, there we go. It's time for Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. A major change underway for Facebook that will make communication safer for end users. Meta says it started to roll out end-to-end encryption by default for all personal chats and calls on Messenger and Facebook. After the change is complete, Meta will no longer have access to details of what users send or receive unless a user reports a message. Encryption was available before the change, but users had to opt in first. Meta had previously faced pushback from law enforcement over the move, saying it can be used for illegal purposes. The company says encryption protects users from hackers and other types of fraud. Consulting giant McKinsey is cutting back on new partners for 2024. As major companies slow down hiring and face layoffs, consulting services have to adjust to meet lower demand. The new class of partners is about 33% lower than last year, down to 250 people, a much smaller group than previous years. McKinsey restructured back in February, eliminating over 1,000 jobs, one of its biggest layoffs on record. The firm also delayed start dates for new MBA hires. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Get produce at Whole Foods Market. Shop avocados from Mexico and get two large Haas avocados for $4 with Prime through December 12th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, a hidden treasure in the nation's capital is now open for business. 612. Are you interested in beginning or expanding on a career in the pipe fitting, pipe welding, or HVAC service industry? Are you interested in an opportunity to work full time and learn both on the job and in the classroom? Are you interested in learning a trade that will allow you to earn six figures and have the best benefits in the industry? Are you interested in a career path that will set you up for life without experiencing any college debt? If you are interested in these things and you live in the D.C. area, the Steamfitters UA Local 602 Apprenticeship Program is the best choice for you. Our apprenticeship program sets you up for a great life with job security, great wages, medical, and the absolute best retirement benefits there is. Applications will be accepted online beginning November 1st and ending November 30th. So don't waste any time. Get all the information related to the process by visiting 602training.org. That's 602training.org. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
At Easy Cater, we know ordering food for work isn't as easy as it seems. Lunch meeting is set for Wednesday. We need food for 27 people. And it has to be on time. Client is coming. He's vegan. Messy eater. white shirt. You getting this? Okay, what do we need? Gluten-free. No more sandwiches. Make sure there's enough. Make sure the food is hot. Brian has a hard stop at 1230. Make sure there's plenty of food. Lunch meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Coming up, a former Nats All-Star is on the move again while the Wizards get deep-sixed by the Sixers. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. To take a proactive approach to cybersecurity, Maximus's defense cybersecurity lead, Kynan Carver, advises implementing attack surface management in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. With attack surface, you're going out and testing where are those vulnerabilities, where are those holes, where is the adversary potentially going to breach inside your infrastructure or your enterprise. And that's from both outside looking in and then inside looking out, because those are two different views that from a risk rating perspective matter. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. In today's federal government, security by design is key to achieving the highest levels of compliance. From consulting and architecture design to managed services, Maximus delivers protection of critical data, systems, and operations. Maximus is a trusted cybersecurity partner, delivering solutions that enable government to securely operate in a digitally connected world. Maximus.com slash federal. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 615. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Ice skating with friends and family can be popular this time of year. Have you ever wondered how an ice rink is made exactly? In today's edition of Matt About Town, WTOP's Matt Koufax heads to one of the district's often forgotten rinks near the National Mall to get an exclusive first ever look behind the curtain. Even though we're on the National Mall, I still think we're off the beaten path, as it were. Tucked away behind trees, bushes, and works of art, the National Gallery's Sculpture Garden Ice Rink near 7th and Constitution can sometimes be overlooked. I didn't know there was an ice rink here. We found out last week. For many months of the year, the site of the rink is the Sculpture Garden's fountain. It all starts with what's underneath the fountain, which is a refrigeration system. Alex Binstead is the man with ice in his veins, the general manager of the rink. He says the tricky part is that the base of the fountain is gray and absorbs the sun. Not exactly ideal conditions for skating. We turn the base of our rink white with white paper. This reflects sunlight. That's right, you're essentially skating on refrigerated paper. Definitely not printer paper. Uh, This comes on very large rolls that are a couple thousand feet long. It's still no thicker than newsprint, and it's rolled out in a grid pattern over 48 hours. Decided to do the math, and we walked 3.9 miles of paper out on the rink. They repeat this process up to eight times to get the ice around an inch thick. Another key, spraying each layer with hot water, which allows layers to become more dense when refreezing. This ice has to maintain throughout the season. For Alex, the finished product is special. Creating something from scratch and having people be able to enjoy that throughout the winter is very satisfying. And of course, skaters who find this gem say it helps to chill out in this winter wonderland under the lights with the National Archives as your backdrop. I'd say, like, really pretty, beautiful. It's just so picturesque. In the district, Matt Koufax. Don't slip. (laughs) WTOP News. The National Gallery Sculpture Garden Ice Rink is open from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. Friday and until 11 p.m. on the weekends. Sounds fun.
Yeah. This year's lists of the most mispronounced words in the U.S. and Britain are now out. Babbel commissioned a company to list the top words news anchors, politicians, and other public figures struggled with in the past year. Pronunciations that stumped the band included the first name of the Irish actor starring in Oppenheimer, Killian Murphy, as well as the singer SZA. Her name looks like S-Z-A. I would have said Za. <laughs> <laughs> Earning a place on the list, the last name of Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City Chiefs tight end, whose relationship with Taylor Swift has grabbed countless headlines. Whether Kelsey should be pronounced with one or two syllables, Kels or Kelsey, has been a topic of discussion. I've never heard anyone get family. that one wrong. Kels? Yeah. Who says that? <laughs> uh Jason Kelsey then asked, should we go by Kels or Kelsey? His father came back with, do whatever you want. I did. Now a look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A bill to provide U.S. aid for Israel and Ukraine is blocked by Senate Republicans demanding changes to U.S. border security policies. The final GOP debate is now in the books and much of the focus was on one candidate not in the room. And local businesses say retail theft is having a significant impact on their bottom lines. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 618. Now traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Rita Kessler. Right now, if you're traveling on the Beltway, it is the outer loop of the Beltway. Seeing a sizable backup already on the top side of the Beltway. Delays coming off of southbound 95, headed all the way around toward University Boulevard. This was a wreck on the right side. After that, it looks good toward Connecticut Avenue and 270. On 270 itself, southbound slows into Urbana and passing 109. Then it's good to the lane divide onto either loop of the Beltway. No problems on the Beltway in Virginia right now. We did have an earlier issue on the outer loop in Prince George's County near Ritchie Marlboro Road, but that delay is east as well, so that may be cleared. Westbound 214 Central Avenue at 202 or Largo Road, the vehicle fire along the right side of the roadway. You'll also find in the district, southbound DC 295, the delay from Burroughs headed past East Capitol Street. Inbound Suitland Parkway slows approaching the light at Firth Sterling, and inbound New York Avenue taps the brakes at the light at Bladensburg Road. In Manassas, Prince William Parkway at Wellington Road. That was a report of a wreck. We were definitely seeing delays in both directions, but mostly in the northbound direction coming from 28, trying to make your way in that direction. 66, no reported issues. It is northbound 95, slow passing 610, and from Dale City into Woodbridge. Then it's good crossing the Occoquan into Springfield onto 395, all the way to the 14th Street Bridge. Uh, if you're on the George Washington Parkway, that looks good from the Beltway to the airport. Zelle helps you easily send money to people you know and trust, like friends and family, even if they bank somewhere else. Learn more at Zelle.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff looks like quite a few of us are below freezing this morning. Yeah, no, it's a pretty cold start this morning, John, with temperatures out there in the 20s in some of our, our neighborhoods. And I'll tell you, the winds are calmer this morning. When we have calmer winds, we don't have to deal with the wind chill, but it does allow sometimes those temperatures to be a little bit on the colder side. So definitely have a little bit of brisk air out there this morning to start off. But through the afternoon, we'll see some warming. I'm not going to oversell it. As we head through the afternoon, we are still looking at the potential here for us to see uh, you know, only mid to upper 40s for highs. 51 is our average for this time of year. So we'll look for a mix of clouds and sunshine. Temperatures climbing somewhat through the mid-afternoon, but 
a little shy of where we should be. Overnight, I think the skies will then eventually clear out again. Another cold night headed our way with 30s and 20s through the overnight hours. And then tomorrow, we're stepping into the right direction. If you like some milder air, it does appear that tomorrow we'll see temperatures into the 50s. So a pretty solid start to your uh, end of your week, right? End of the week and start of the weekend. Temperatures, I would say about 55 to 58 degrees for highs on your Friday afternoon with a good deal of sunshine. Saturday, even milder, mid and upper 50s with uh, partly sunny skies. Our next weather maker, though, does move into here on Sunday, and it does appear at this point that Sunday could be rather wet with some often on showers. Some of the guidance says one to one and a half inches of rain, maybe upwards of two inches of rain on Sunday. And because of the uh, frontal system moving in and the warm air and the kind of a little bit of a clash there, we could even have some rumbles of thunder, believe it or not, as we head into Sunday as well. So from this really cold pattern to a reminder that, you know, during this time of year, basically we can get everything and the kitchen sink. Yeah, that's weird. Our weather pattern. But I mean, we'll be mild for the weekend. And honestly, we have really good days. The next couple of days are dry, so, you know, get out and enjoy. It is 29 in Gaithersburg, so that's dropped now. 29 in Stafford. Ooh, it's a little chilly. It's 31 right now for our friends in Waldorf. Thank you, Brian. And up ahead on WTOP, a teenager now facing murder charges after a shooting in northwest D.C. 622. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Dave Preston here, and if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, plus there's a wider range of betting options including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. NFL Week 14 kicks off tonight with New England visiting Pittsburgh, and it's not wicked hard to see the Patriots coming up short at the Steelers. Visit FanDuel.com slash Presto and kick off the NFL season. That's P-R-E-S-T-O. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is WTOP News. It's 623. A 16-year-old is under arrest in an October shooting that left a Southeast man dead. Fairfax County Police made the arrest Tuesday in the shooting death of 24-year-old Diamante Lewis, October 21st on U Street in Northwest. The teenager is facing charges of second-degree murder and is being charged as an adult. A security issue in Google Chrome means it is time to make some changes. Have you updated your browser lately? If not, now's the time. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by NetSuite. Gain control over your financials. Get NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com. Google Chrome's latest security flaw is a serious doozy. It can crash your browser or worse, leave a welcome mat out for hackers. And it's not just a Chrome problem. This security bug impacts all browsers using Google's Chromium engine, like Microsoft Edge. Four billion are at risk. There's a patch for it, so here's a reminder. Always keep your browsers updated. It's not just about bugs. Outdated browsers drag you down with slower speeds and missed features. Chrome, Edge, you name it, they should all auto-update. But to be sure, in Edge, hit the three dots up top. Choose Help and Feedback and then About Microsoft Edge. It'll update automatically. For Chrome, click those three dots, go to Help, and then About Google Chrome. You could win a brand new iPhone 15 valued at $800. Here's how. Go to commando.com slash win. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. Dave Preston, we're talking about a Nats player who is gone, but now he's going somewhere else. Yeah, you know, if you had that Juan Soto tattoo on your back <laughs> and then you were repurposing it to a Padres Soto tattoo, <laughs> I'm longer got, and longer. Got bad news for you. Ex Nationals outfielder Juan Soto will have a new team come spring. ESPN reporting late last night that San Diego has a trade in place that sends the slugger to the New York Yankees as part of a seven player deal. Soto hit a career high 35 homers this past year. He's also led the league in walks. Three straight seasons. Meanwhile, the New York Post report.